Hello, and welcome to the Keen on Things podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Keen, with the sleepiest 30 minutes of audio you'll ever listen to in your life. Meditation stations, whether it's radio or Pandora or Clubhouse, ain't got nothing on me. I can get your I can get you relaxed by just talking with the perception that I'm actually saying something interesting. Who perceives it that way? Me, I guess. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, you can also subscribe. Boy, if you, if you like this, uh, you can subscribe to Keen on Things, the podcast, which you're listening to right now, if you're not already subscribed. So you know right away when the episodes come out, you don't have to go searching because that's kind of annoying. It's like, you know, the internet, all this stuff, sometimes you can't find what you want. And I'm like, what? I can't make it any clearer for you, Web. You know, www. Uh, I've literally described this YouTube clip to a T, and you're still not giving it to me. It's so frustrating. So subscribe so you know about it right away. Uh, I don't know if that helps me out. I don't know. I, I, I'm not married to this process. You know, um, I'm kind of doing doing it haphazardly. I'm also on Instagram for some reason and Twitter at Keen of Comedy. K-E-A-N-E, Keen of Comedy. Follow me on those um, if you want or don't. I, I, I was on private for a while. I, I'm going to try public for a little bit. Um, I, I put it on private when I got this job down in Orange County. And, uh, and then I'm like, I'm going to try public again for a little while because I don't have that much interaction with students. Um, but as school starts, maybe I will put it back on private just to keep that area safe and protected for everybody, right? Just everybody's best interest, even though I'm not explicit or anything. Um, just appropriate. All right. Um, have a follow, you know, have a follow. I'm not posting three times a day, but I am doing a couple a week. I mix it up, you know, I'm mixing it up on the Insta. The pictures are a nice visual. Snapchat, uh, I had an account years ago, about six years ago for about a second. And then uh, I do have a TikTok. I can't believe I'm saying these words. <laughs> I do have a TikTok. I haven't really looked at that, I don't think, in, in like three or four months. But uh, I can go back. I can go back anytime. To me, Instagram you know, holds up and will continue to hold up. And TikTok will just be replaced by something um, technologically even more savvy. But uh, I think IG is in for the long haul. Twitter, I'm on Twitter. That's in for the long haul. Um, Facebook's good for people my age. All right, there's no way I have 30 minutes today. Seriously, I know we joke about it. Everybody's having a nice laugh and a nice joke about you never think uh, you're going to finish and you're always fine. Well, today is it, Okay. I'm releasing this about 36 hours after I want to. Uh, no, no idea what I'm going to call this episode, right? I, I had a through line on a few consecutive episodes. That's over now. That streak has come to an end. Um, yeah, that happiness, it's over. It's back to the drawing board. Streak has come to an end. I, I'm going to have to play clips from previous episodes to get through this episode. And I don't mean highlights, because that wouldn't help the cause. There isn't enough highlights to get us to 30 minutes. It would give me about 10 seconds of material, and then I'd have to go back to telling you how we're not going to get to 30. Guys, I'm going to Arizona this week. I'm going on Thursday. I'm flying southwest. The, the flight was cheap from uh, Orange County, John Wayne Airport, a fantastic airport. I don't care about your politics. Come if you run an airport and look at how they do it here and figure it out. Long Beach pretty good too. Burbank's amazing. Go and figure it out. I don't care how big you are or how small you are. Come figure it out. Come look. Study that plan. If you're trying to run a comedy club, look at Acme. 
in Minneapolis. Look at comedy on state uh, in Madison, adjacent states. Look at the Columbus Funny Bone. I realize the Funny Bone has bucks, and they're big, and it's a big restaurant and everything like that. But take a look. See, see how they do it. Irvine Improv has been pretty great, too, the last couple of years I've done it. It's big. Full service, which can be a distraction from the comedy. But, you know, if you're going to do it, those are, uh, those are good clubs. I love Monty's. I don't know if Monty's is still happening in Indianapolis. I love Peoria, um, the jukebox. I don't know how tight the ship is there anymore, if that's still going strong. In plenty of others, plenty of others. Um, God, the one in Columbia, Columbia, Missouri was so great. Deja, deja vu. Uh, there's others. There's other. Oh, oh, the Omaha Funny Bone with Colleen is amazing. It's it now. That's a good because that's a good mix of uh, you know corporate kind of. I don't want to say corporate culture. It's corporately owned, but it's got the personal touch of Colleen, and it makes a world of diff, man. If you can do the Omaha Funny Bone, that's a great one. Stroop does a great job with Columbus. And, uh, yeah, there's other ones. There's other ones. All right. I'm not going to get into that, even though I just got completely into it. Uh, I'm going to Arizona this week. And also, those, those, those are some good gloves. The Tempe, the, the downtown there, stand-up live. We're doing Copper Blues. I'm doing it with Steve Byrne on Thursday and Friday. Two shows. I'm sorry, Friday, Saturday. Two shows Friday. Two shows Saturday. This week. Um... Yeah, I'm anxious about that. It's just so, you know, the the heat. I'm anxious about the heat. It just zaps you. Uh, it wipes you out. I'm flying. Oh, yeah, Orange County. Quick flight, hour. Go up, go down. Like you do every flight. Go up, go down. Isn't that how every flight goes? Okay. Uh, I can't believe Arizona went blue. I know Phoenix is big, but there's just so many wannabe cowboys in Arizona that I would think that, that red would just rule, rule it. There's real ranchers and cowboys in Arizona too. I'm not. Don't you know the real the real ones aren't getting upset at hearing that because they're not listening to this in the first place. But there's some real ranchers and cowboys too in Arizona. But they're outnumbered by the fakes. You know, come on, give me a break. Uh, but whatever, Arizona's always been good mix for comedy. The Tempe Improv was always a great club, and now there's a few other venues there as well. It's a good mix. Scottsdale's generally conservative, but Phoenix and Tempe are fun. Scottsdale's fun. I'd live, I love Scottsdale. I'd live there. How about that? I'd live in Scottsdale. Um, yeah. So, okay. Um, but yeah, if you're running an airport or, or a comedy club, um, come check out John Wayne. SNA, Santa Ana Airport, John Wayne, got the statue. It's just so, it's just nice. It's clean. It's spacious. You're in and out. Um, I'm flying there to uh, Sky Harbor, which Sky Harbor is the number one place. Phoenix Airport's the number one cause of pneumonia on planet Earth. It's, it's, they overcompensate. The temperature in there is negative 10. And then outside it's 117. So you're dealing with like 100, almost 130 degree difference when you step outside. It's like, hey, L.A., Orange County, you don't have to blast the air condition after 8 o'clock. Orange County, no places are open after 8. But uh, L.A., you don't have to keep it blasting and keep it freezing. All right, keep it at a moderate. Let's, let's, let's meet it halfway. doesn't matter. We're using all the resources up. Planet's gone soon anyway. Okay, again, no way we're getting to 30 minutes. Um, and I have to somehow get to 30 minutes again in a few days. I'm going to have to cut back on this episode, uh, uh, podcast and do it twice a month, maybe once a month. None, none a month. 
to get real listeners. In Animal Crackers, it's a great movie, Marx Brothers. They get paid more for playing than not playing. So, okay, let's see. Um, twice, even once a month. There we go. There's so much going on in the world, and yet, you know what? There's not. That's important to remember. I don't hate, I don't have TV, and I stay off corporate news from the big three, and I have been for about six months. I'm getting Apple TV here installed in a little bit because my mom's coming to stay. I'm grabbing my mom. She's going to come stay with me for a month, uh, which means I'm going to have to do my podcast in my car, even though I live in this place. Um, I stay off the corporate news, the big three. I stayed off for about six months. I haven't missed a thing. It's so much fluff. Every episode begins where the world is going to end. Then the episode is manicured to the viewers liking, and they send you off at the end of the half hour like everything is fine it's it's so bad all three msnbc cnn fox just embarrassing um as you evolve and then you're like oh my god i used to watch and be like manipulated by that stuff i wonder about 50 years from now 100 years 200 500 will people look back and say hey america had so much money and the ability to feed house educate and medically care for its populace and bragged about being the greatest country of all time, and they didn't do it. They didn't feed, house, educate, medically care for its populace. This country that, that, that prides itself on whatever, Christianity, put so much money into defense, which became offense, and doesn't even take care of them, the people that serve. 22 veterans a day committing suicide. I have to check those stats once a month because I don't believe them, and they're true. 20, so that's uh, 2,200... Roughly 150 a a week veterans committing suicide. People are like, well, uh, you know, it's COVID. That's pre-COVID. People say, well, it's not just the veterans. That's the, you know, what's the population like committing suicide? Well, that's a lot. If a community is made aware of a child molester when they move into town, I think they should be made aware of a veteran when they move into town. That man or woman who served, be considerate, be thoughtful. We should uh, we should be doing those things anyway. But just know that that's a vet that just moved in. They may or may not be physically affected from uh, battle, but just know that. They could use a little nod of recognition. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm too militant on that. Maybe dreaming. Overly sensitive. Uh, and you know what? I'm sure many vets don't even want that. It's like, let me fly the blow of the radar. Okay? I'm lucky to be alive. You know, once again, I have no clue. Because I've never been close to experiencing what they have. How did I get on this topic? Who knows? right? Buying time, biding time. You know what stories I'm into? Vietnam vets swapping stories with Vietnamese people who lived that war as well. Civilians and soldiers. Well, our soldiers, they're civilians. Similar hells. Uh, Those are the stories I'm interested in. I'll tell you, you donate once or twice to veterans and causes, you'll get so much damn mail, it's not even funny. I have more Easter, holiday, and American flag seals than I know what to do with. I'll die with, they'll, they'll be like, wow, this guy, really, don't, I mean, it's like, he's swimming in these things. How much work did he do with the vets? Uh, you know what else is great? You know what's great about veterans? Their tolerance for free speech. They sit through a comedy show or performance in complete disagreement with the performer and still watch, consider, listen, acknowledge, maybe laugh, enjoy. You know, you're not going to see them get offended. They're the biggest proponents. I've done shows in uh, Oceanside. I've done them down in San Clemente, a bunch of troops in the audience, always talking to them afterwards, out front or whatever. Every time, it's like, yeah, we do that so you can do this, you know, stuff like that. Getting offended is a choice. 
Okay, uh, somebody stop me. Somebody pull the plug on this. What do I have to do, right? What do I have to do? God, we're 12 minutes in. All right, not bad. Uh, I'm so tired, guys. I'm so tired. I, I kind of was a few days ago. I'm caught up now, I think. But uh, we did two straight weekends of reunions at my school and reunion prep. I don't remember when I was that tired before coming off those weekends. I think I'm fine now. And I'm not doing anything compared to my partner in crime. She uh, she was doing the heavy lifting. We had to work a 20-year reunion uh, last weekend where I didn't know anybody, which was fine. Um, you know, these reunions are a trip, right? I look back at my class reunion, high school reunion, my 10th, my 20th, 25th, 30th. 25th was small, but still fun. Uh, I look at all those, and they're just time warps, you know. Like before and after, you have your lives, and for these few hours, you share time again with these people. And, and it really is a trip, man. It's, it's, it throws you off, and you kind of have to keep it at bay in your brain and just appreciate it and be like, all right, that's good for what it is. Don't get you know, emotionally attached to the past. Um, just understand, you know, we're getting older, whether we like it or not. It's a reminder to get together and to get it together. Well, to get together and get it together if you haven't. If there's something you want to do in life, do it, right? Just do it, okay? Don't wait for the big money to come. Don't wait for your happiness and put it on a pedestal. You know, Bruce, uh, what's Bruce? Bruce Jenner waited. Had he not waited, he'd have so much more gold medals. She, Caitlin, would have so many more gold medals because the scores were so high at those 1976 Montreal Olympic Games. I wanted a huge house by now in L.A. or wherever. And, you know, my family was in Orange County when I started comedy. I wanted a huge house in L.A. an hour away. I wanted to be successful. Have my parents be able to come up and visit on Sundays or weekends or whatever. Uh, that never happened. Never got there. Uh, I think I was on my way a little bit. But um, I've never been financially successful. I can get by easy enough. But I just don't see things like maybe most Americans or maybe successful people see them. Um... I think that's maybe why my material doesn't always land. I'm not looking for commerce, commercial, you know, material. Uh, that's one of the reasons I don't have a fortune. But I have a ton of uh, contacts, which I like. And I'm happy. So I guess that helps. Um, so whatever comes now is great. You know, trying to help people, stuff like that. I think I could uh, get to that fortune, you know, with some show ideas I have. And I'm getting a little bit of help there. Some ideas maybe getting off the ground. It's never too late. The idea is one thing. Execution is entirely different. You know what I am? I'm like a coordinator. I feel like an offense or defensive coordinator, but never a great head coach. You know, I've got big ideas, but I need someone to kind of rein it in. You know, hey, I want to go for it on fourth and 20 in our own, you know, deep in our own territory. Eh, let's maybe punt. Um, I'll tell you what's funny. You know, it's funny. It's, it's funny when people say it's not all about talent. I get excited. Like, I'm, you know, I watch or listen or read about motivational stuff. People are like, it's not all about talent. I'm like, all right. And then they're like, it's, also, it's about hard work. And I'm like, damn it. Well, I don't want that either, you know. So kind of a funny joke. I'm going to use that on stage. I want to hear, guys, it's not about talent or hard work. Yeah. It's about kind of doing enough. And then sitting back and waiting for someone to contact you. And someone discovers you accidentally. That's what I need to hear, right? Uh, no, I'm kidding. I don't mind the work. To me, the writing isn't really work. I really enjoy the writing. I just did a keen conversation right up on two brothers that went to my old high school, and I'm excited to post. They're both great guys. Uh, I don't know. 
I don't know what I'll do. I didn't watch the NBA Finals. That happened last week, maybe two weeks ago. Um, I felt like I was in, uh, when I lived in Japan and Korea. Kidding, Japan or Korea. Good misspell there. Um, 20, 25 years ago, I didn't really follow American sports. That's what I felt like with the NBA Finals. We're in that long sleep now, that 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 uh, July, August, early September sleep, where we're just kind of waiting for football. And baseball's doing its thing. We got the Olympics going, too. We're fine. Uh, but that NBA championship snuck by me. I didn't even care. I don't know what's going on. Um, I'm, I'm excited to start shoulder rehab. I have shoulder rehab in a week or two. Are we really? Okay, we're at 16 minutes. Okay. Um, we're at 16 minutes, and I'm not even at the, the title I was thinking about using for this episode. God, this thing's all over the place. I'm going to take a sip of water while there's an applause break. What water? This is a good moment for a plug. I'm going to plug water. Water, you guys. It helps save lives. All right. Um, yeah, so NBA Finals. S- starting shoulder rehab in a week and a half. Going to do six weeks of that. Quite probable that I won't need surgery. I've talked to a few specialists. Uh, I just I think I need to stay away from swimming and pull-ups, which I think got me in trouble. I overdid it. I have thin arms and kind of a weird body, so it's not it's all arms. There's no connection. There's no lats. It's all arms or all body. So they're both working alone. Never are they working together. Um, it's a weird. If, if you saw my figure without a shirt, so I don't wear. That's why I wear a shirt a lot. Also, because socially you need to wear a shirt. Uh, am I on drugs right now? I cannot tell you how happy it makes me to start the shoulder rehab and that I probably won't need surgery. My, my sister's physical therapist or a physical trainer, she said it. Uh, a couple different doctors have said it that I've been to. And then a couple guys have talked to my brother-in-law who have had shoulder surgery and they don't, they don't know for sure if it helped. Um, and I just think I need to stay away from pull-ups. I don't have that ape like 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 monkeys. Like one of my buddies, uh, I'm not gonna say his name, but he's shorter and like he's got a good wingspan and his kind of his arms kind of are long, so he can kind of do the swings and the uh, the rings at Santa Monica Beach. And I just can't do that. My body's too linear. You know what I mean? It's not really agile sideways. Um, shoulder's not a hinge joint. It's a ball and socket, so it's really tricky. It's weird that to build it up, to, to, for it to repair, you need to build up around it. It's just weird to me. Uh, it's just a tricky mistress. I don't want surgery on a ball and socket area. Even though my brother-in-law had it, and he's fine. Um, my last girlfriend, her brother had it, he was fine. And, uh, yeah, but I, I was always nervous about it. Okay, um, I'm excited. I'm excited to be proactive about it, not just wait around. I do want to get back to swimming. I love swimming so much. Life is so much rejection, whether it's stand-up comedy or working in alumni relations for your former high school. Those are the two the two biggest, and I found both of them. I'm doing both of them at the same time for a living, which is nice. But I'll tell you, it's healthy, and it takes away from your ego, which is great. And you learn not to take things personally. My God, right? Some people don't want to be found. I just have to accept that. Uh, some people don't want to engage. I just have to accept that. I don't know why I take it personally, but uh, got to learn not to. Um, and just be like, all right, cool. But it is nice because I tend to uh, overexpose myself, give myself too much to people socially. So if they know in advance, oh, this guy wants something from me, 
um, you know, engagement and my time, my area of expertise, possibly a uh, contribution. I'm going to stay away from them. And it's like, cool. I wanted to stay away from you socially. You can stay away from me professionally. Let's call the whole thing off. Perfect. Okay? You were using me anyway. Because you weren't bringing anything to the conversation, Jack. All right. Here we go. Uh, we're at 20. Um, when, you, when you do a 30-minute podcast, you really have to stay on top of the time thing. All right. We're good. I'll take another sip of Wawa. You have to be comfortable alone, man. I used to have a joke. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring it back. You have to be comfortable alone. Some people, a lot of times women, men I think are maybe better at being alone. Although I do find um, widows, women who've lost a husband, are better at being alone um, than men who've lost a wife. Think about that. And then I will say men who've never been married or engaged or whatever are better at being alone. Maybe women uh, who've never been married are, have it a little tougher. Just one one person's. I'm just, you know, I look at tendencies, I think, of personal examples. Uh, some people would rather be in a bad relationship than no relationship, which is a joke I used to tell, uh, which is like being out of groceries, and instead of going to the store, you eat rat poison because it's the only thing left in the kitchen. It's like, just go to the store. Ah, I'll just eat what's here. Ah, you'll die. Yeah, but I'll be thinner. You know, so um, be comfortable alone in thought be comfortable without music be comfortable in silences the asian cultures are very good in silence um and when asking i was watching a, a video on uh, asking for uh gifts to your cause fundraising and uh the guy he's great he's out of oklahoma city he's fantastic and he was saying you got to be comfortable with the silences and you know you know don't sweat it's all right you know and, and if you're passionate about what you're asking for then it's not as big a deal right so what are we talking about um all right athletes are going to start getting paid i was going to call this episode that i might just call it uh ito ito which means various in japanese iro iro ito ito uh just means various things that's what i should call this episode because i can't call it i was going to talk about athletes getting paid but i'm i'm broaching the subject at minute 22 guys Athletes are going to start getting paid. I'm talking about amateur. I'm talking college. Good for them. I still think great coaching is going to win out. Whatever rules change you make and whatever takes place, you throw at Bel- whatever rules you change and throw at Belichick, Saban, Dabo, Lincoln, Riley, Urban Meyer, they're going to win, right? They're going to win. Urban Meyer will see how he does in the pros. I'm excited to watch Urban this fall. I really am. And I back my statement on, on, on uh, the Seattle coach. Pete Carroll being the the funnest, best college coach. I mean, he's won at college, he won at pro. You know, if he were still at SC, I think he'd have three more titles had he stayed. Um, but who knows? The numbers don't lie. Saban's got six now or whatever. It's ridiculous. But I am excited to watch Urban Meyer this fall at Jacksonville. I don't love Jacksonville as a market, but he's it's him, the top quarterback. Uh, Florida, you know, he's comfortable there. He's done well there. It's a good football market. The South is good uh, football, right? Excited to see what the Pats have in store. You know, Belichick, man. Don't sleep on Belichick. Uh, I'm excited about the Bucks, Tampa Bay. I think they'll take it. You know why? They've got players who are leaders. They've got players who are like coaches. And when you have that, a Gene Upshaw on the 1980 Raiders, uh, you have Ray Lewis, Ronnie Lott, Jerry Rice, Magic Johnson, you win championships. When a coach, not that coach has to puts it in auto drive, auto drive, 
neutral um, autopilot. But it's like, oh, wow, I've got, a, you know, you've got another coach. You've got another person on your coaching staff that's also a star player. Pretty special stuff. You win titles. You win championships. You have that with Tom Brady, right? It's a load off the coaches a little bit. It only adds. Players are more accountable. Players give you more. They know they can't get away with, like, uh-oh, he's watching me. My guy at my own position or the guy throwing me the ball or the guy tackling me, he's holding me accountable like a coach. I can't hide. Better bring it. Uh, great players around the league who are serious. And then we're on a crappy team. They want to come play on those teams. They want to come participate in that program. I remember in college, I was on scholarship to play football, and we still needed money for food because the cafeteria closed at like 5.30 p.m. They eventually made it 6.37, and then they had late night uh, down below. But in those early years, we had to order pizza like three times a week. Cafeteria closed at 5.36. College gets up till 1 a.m., 2 a.m., another six, seven hours in, in crucial feeding age of needing of needing to be fed just unreal right kids don't have money the fab five brought in and continues to bring in so much money for michigan they deserve some of that people say well they get a free education yeah but they deserve even more than the free education for what they're bringing in right their their education is on the court any player getting drafted learns more in negotiation talks with their agent on day one than they're going to do in four years of undergraduate work right? Life skills. And maybe if they're not even part of the negotiation, they're at home waiting for the call, getting on the call with their, maybe if someone goes and gets their master's, that's different. But I I didn't learn. I just got by undergraduate. I'm sure one meeting, uh, uh, you know, with an owner and with my agent sitting there, you're going to learn more about economics, money, business, human communication skills, all that nonverbal, verbal. Okay, that's when someone finally learns. The undergraduate stuff is, is different, right? When someone goes to play football at Alabama, they are working harder than a professor there. They're 18-year-old, 19-year-old. They're working harder than a professor, I think. I, I don't think those professors are putting in the time that those coaches are and watching game film. You know, their marriages are barely hanging on, stuff like that. And that's, I'm, I'm not only talking about Alabama, I'm talking about a ton of, I'm talking about MAC, Mid-American Conference, right? Cal State Fullerton. Call it whatever you want, Roman Gladiator, whatever. People want to watch football, right? Football was not going to... Football is the only season that wasn't affected by COVID. And that could be timing. It also could be that America was like, no, football's got to happen, right? Programs want to put out a good product. Coaches and players deserve to get paid. And players. Not just a tennis star or a skateboarder with sponsorships at young ages, all right? I'm not going to like some of the byproducts. Some of these players making it about themselves and holding press conferences on their own. And I don't know, maybe they'll have stuff on their jerseys or their shoes. I'm not going to like that. But the traditional powerhouse nose to the grindstone coaches are still going to get it done. Michigan and Penn State, Ohio State have enormous alum and can probably pool together some nice money for star athletes. But I still think it's going to be Bama and Clemson every year. Good weather, good football culture. Oklahoma's right there, right? Oklahoma's close, man. They need to get some defensive coach in there or something. They'll figure it out. Why would Lincoln Riley leave that position, man? Not even for like a Dallas Cowboy job. I'd stay there forever. Oklahoma culture, damn. So Ohio State's close too. Ryan Day, he's, gonna, he's just getting going, man. He'll be there. I don't know. Michigan, I just, with Michigan, with, with uh, Harbaugh, it's just, I, he, he seems too rah-rah for me. It's like Howard Dean, man. Just not, yeah. And the Penn State. I mean, they're good. They're really good. I just don't know that 
I mean, these other guys have an intellectualism to them. When is SC getting their program back? Can't wait. Clay Helton ain't it. You know, it's USC. It's, it's, it's USC. It's beautiful. It's sexy. It's top tier. And Clay Helton, I just, even that coach that went to USC, got rid of that guy that went to LSU, and he won a title at LSU. He's not going to win another title. That big guy. He's great. He's a nice guy, sweet guy. Had a special group there that won that title. Um, but uh, I think that was a lot about that group. Clay Hilton ain't, ain't getting it done at USC. Great guy. Nice guy. I think more coordinator, assistant type thing. Or head coach at a smaller program. I think Urban Meyer was close to being the SC coach, but that fell through. Um, all right, we got to be close. Yeah, okay. We got about a minute and a half left. Um, all that money, those big games bring in. You know, and I'm just saying, I'm like, I'm a white kid from the suburbs, right? I had the stability and a free education to me. It's like, oh, cool. This will only add to my experience. It's not kids that have this stability of white suburb lives. It's kids that even with full scholarships, man, they can't afford food after cafeteria closes, right? Kids from poor situations. Okay. They just, it, it's like, no, you can give them the free education. What's that going to get them? It's like they still need to eat. Their family still doesn't have money. They, they can't necessarily play football, Bama or Notre Dame or wherever. You know, Clemson, Oklahoma, SC, I just keep naming colleges. Because it's like, ah, it'd be better for me to go home and just have a job to help my family. That's messed up. If they have the ability to play in those programs, they should play in those programs. For whatever it takes. And with all that money going in, come on. Uh, performed at a retirement community center last week near Newhart. Very fun. Karen Rontowski, Mark Schumacher. Karen Rontowski had the joke of the week. She, uh, her joke about not getting married, she's about 50. She's like, ah, I'd love to get married to a guy, but you know, some of these men live a really long time. Hilarious. Hilarious joke. She's amazing. She did Letterman. Look her up. Karen Rontowski, Mark Schumacher used to work at Santa Margarita as a teacher. Um, you know, it's funny. I was talking about how different L.A. and Orange County are and how SD, San Diego, should be in the middle of those two because it balances them out. It's more balanced. It got dead quiet. And I was just commenting on it. You can't even comment on black and white topics. I didn't cast judgment. Only that L.A. and Orange County are different and that Long Beach is like the Mason-Dixon line. And it's a cute little fun joke. And it's quiet. People are so scared. People are so set in their ways. Don't say anything that could be upsetting. Not say anything that is upsetting which shouldn't upset you because it's a choice. Don't say anything that could be a sentence before the upsetting part. Take a breath, people, all right? You know, you can say, it's okay to say that Jesus was a Palestinian Jew and not a blonde-haired, blue-eyed Aryan, but people will get offended at that, at facts. People will get offended at facts. They'll get upset, hurt, angry, weird. Uh, anyway, it was great to be on stage. They did it right. Good job, Mark, on that show. Lowered the lights and put a spotlight on the performer. The audience couldn't see itself. They could laugh anonymously. Um, do you know that at least 75% of places get that wrong? Clubs usually get it right. Some clubs get it wrong. But most non-club venues, uh, they have it poorly lit. Uh, go to Bistro K if you're in Orange County. Even if you're not, great food, great mood. Katya's restaurant. She's there pretty much every freaking hour. Um, I'm plugging her because I feel bad. Um about not being there for a while okay going to arizona in this heat show on 30th 31st copper blues phoenix with steve byrne and then i'll be uh, at the irvine improv did we make it to 30 wow we made it beyond 30 crazy 
I'm going to get some lip from Lanius. All right. Uh, love you guys. Thanks for listening and putting up with my absolute insanity. One person's opinion. Uh, probably 99% wrong, but there's maybe 1% of interesting truth. And something to trigger the brains a little bit. None of this is black and white, right? Human beings, guys. Human beings first. All that other stuff second. Uh, communicate, communicate, communicate. Bye. Thank you for listening. Love you.